First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is the Johnny Cleveland Podcast, all things Cleveland sports, with your host, John Suchan. Well, good morning and happy Saturday to everybody. This is another Johnny Cleveland podcast. Welcome to Draft Week. We have made it. We have a lot of things to talk about on this Saturday morning, wherever you are listening. Thank you again for joining our podcast and coming along and listening to the Fanatical Elves Network bunch of crazy guys here that are starting up this new podcasting network following our favorite team the Cleveland Browns part of the fans first sports network we are happy to be along with them and growing our product thank you again for all of those who are following the show who have retweeted and signed up for our giveaways by the way speaking of giveaways this week the draft starts on thursday in kansas city we have well the browns don't have a pick until day two on friday and with that pick on setting pick 74 we want to give away 
our next Browns gift, which is a Cleveland Browns shot glass. So we can celebrate once the pick is in. Question is, do the Browns take that pick at 74 or do they potentially move back? Or is there a player before pick 74 that they may be intrigued by and try to move up to get that guy that they want? The fact is the Browns really have done a lot of good things this offseason. However, we say this every season, don't we, Browns fans? <laughs> the, the truth is also, you can look at it multiple ways. We've talked about perspective on this show before. The fact that the Browns finished the year 7-10. and 10. The previous year, they also finished sub-500 at 8-9. and nine with uh, the leadership under Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, the, the general manager, who had a press conference this week, didn't get a lot of new information. The, a lot of the, the chit-chat again this week is how the Browns have been bolstering their team and going to be a much more well-rounded team. But I'll again remind everybody, like most of us know, that it's a lot of talk at this point. And... While some are very supportive of Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, which I'm supportive of them at this point too, but we need to be realists. And those that are like, well, he's Stefanski and Barry are such, uh, you know, analytical guys that they're, they're going to get this thing turned around. But the last two seasons, like I just shared, they are sub 500. And we do have Deshaun Watson now at quarterback, but let's remember that he didn't look very sharp. Obviously, he was gone for a bazillion days. So there is some rust to um, get off uh, before you become hopefully the player that he used to be. But you never know. We don't know what the Browns uh, season will look like as far as their schedule who they'll be playing when. They, I do know they have a several Western teams that they're playing, like the Seattle Seahawks, the Los Angeles Rams. So you wonder if the NFL is going to package those games where they will um, go out to the West Coast and stay out there. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um this is a, a exciting week for the Browns, exciting week for most NFL teams as they anticipate what could be with their draft picks. The Browns are close, and I won't... That's not something that is not... You know, we, we all see that. But they haven't been able to turn those some of those losses into, into wins that they should have had. So this will be a very big year for Coach Stefanski and Andrew Barry. And I think we forget a lot after the season ends how unhappy some of us do, especially in the media, how unhappy fans were. And they do have an impact on those, those teams. And to not give 
the fan base and others the respect um that they they've earned especially browns fans we've we're a hearty group aren't we so i hope those that follow the team and are giving lots of props to andrew barry again and coach stefanski can also be a realist as we get into this season if things don't go very well at the beginning again i think there are some real question marks about where we go from here for with this organization Kevin Stefanski is a very, you know, good coach. He's a smart guy. He's been successful in his past. He was with the Minnesota Vikings for quite a long time, what, a decade or more. And he's had success prior to that when he actually played collegially. I believe it was at Penn. So we'll have to see how that all, you know, those sorts of things factor into going forward. I know this organization doesn't want to make an abrupt change, and they're not. This is now, what, year four that Stefanski's going into, and that's a, that's that longevity is, is important, and it's probably balanced this team a little bit better. They've got players, though, that are in their prime. Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper. We can't be wasting time with these guys at this age and if it doesn't work out we have to be realistic and understand that moving forward so the browns draft is coming up they have picked 74 there's a lot of speculation on who they're going to take and uh, we're going to talk about that in just a minute we're going to take a break on this brief johnny cleveland podcast weekend edition and we'll be right back. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Okay, we are back on the Johnny Cleveland Weekend Edition show. I do want to share out before we get into some of the draft picks for the Browns that we have a special guest. We had scheduled uh, last week Jacob Roche who writes for Browns Wire USA Today today with the Cleveland Browns affiliate. And he has a great writer, has written for Browns Wire, Dogtown Daily, who I write for through Fan Sided. And he's done a really good job of analyzing a lot of the players that the Browns have been bringing into Berea to analyze and to break down and see if they would be a good fit here in Cleveland. And so he's going to have his uh, share of thoughts on what the Browns might be doing coming up in this draft. And we're going to have him on the show. Uh, we're going to be recording that, I think, coming up here in the next day or two and get that out to everybody here probably Monday or Tuesday. So tune in to the Fanatical Elves Network. Again, we can be reached. You can find us on the Elves Network on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok. So make sure that you are... Um, following us we just love the following and we're growing and we're getting more of you to come on board so if you are a browns fan and you know browns fans share out this new podcasting network it's a great group of guys we write for dog hunt daily cleveland sports talk other periodicals some of us have our own podcast rod has a great podcast called the browns blitz which you hear which you hear now on our fanatical elves network So come on over and join us. All right, so the draft coming up here. um, They have picked number 74. Most cases were either, you know, people are saying they're going to take that pick at 74 or maybe come out of that pick and fall back a little bit. However, there is one scenario where it's been suggested maybe they'll they'll move up they'll take some of those picks to try to move up a little bit one of those players that's been raising some eyebrows and being suggested to come to cleveland is a linebacker named trenton simpson and uh he's from clemson he would be an interesting fit um randy uh, gersey who writes for dog pound daily also mentioned him in a recent article being a good fit with jeremiah usukoromoa He's a good guy, speedster. He used to play, what, safety back in the secondary and has moved up kind of linebacker, gained a lot of weight, and uh, has been phenomenal for, for Clemson. Would the Browns consider moving up, potentially into that second round, to grab him, Trenton Simpson? There's other players, though, if they decide to just stay at 74. You know, it's been really crazy to hear some of the uh, different analysts from the NFL Network or ESPN talking about who the Browns might take in 74. One that I just find hilarious, uh, I just don't see them taking at pick 74 is this Tank Bigsby, the running back from Auburn. Now, they might take him, but I am not taking a running back at 74. Uh, I think one of the guys that NFL Network took him at the Browns pick there, and I just, I don't see that. 
Now, I like a kid named Keenan Mitchell, who's a, from Eastern Carolina, who the Browns could pick up later down the line in the fourth or fifth round that they have some of those picks at. Now, the Browns currently have, obviously, one of the best running backs in the NFL, Nick Chubb. They are parting ways that they have parted ways with the Ernest Johnson, who I believe signed with Jacksonville now. They have, um, there's no word yet on Kareem Hunt. He's still a free agent. I've talked about that on this show briefly, what they're going to do with him. Uh, but they're not going to bring him back. Some people are speculating that they might want to do that. I like Steve Gill, who writes for Cleveland Sports Talk, and one of our colleagues here at the Fanatic Elves Network also mentioned that that ship has sailed. Kareem is not going to be coming back to Cleveland. Even though he's a good guy, he's a local kid. He went to Toledo, grew up in, in Cleveland. You know, it's not going to happen. So that leaves him then with Jerome Ford, who's the new running back that they picked up a year ago in the draft from Cincinnati. So I do think that the Browns will pick up a running back at some point during this draft, but I don't know if it's if it is Tank Bigsby out at Auburn. It would be maybe further down the line. I don't see that at 74. And then there, again, like I said, Keaton Mitchell, who one of my favorites, fast kid, strong kid, um, could really be a nice back for them. Now, as far as wide receivers, the other kid that keeps popping up in Cleveland searches and the kid from Cincinnati, Tyler Scott, and grew up near Youngstown, big Browns fan growing up, so he has already made it publicly known that he'd love to play for the Browns. Obviously, these kids would love to play with any NFL team, so we'll see what, what happens there. But Tyler Scott, speedster down from Cincinnati, would be a really good player. Written on a couple linebackers in the past. One kid, local kid here in Ohio from Bowling Green, Carl Brooks. Um, just a fantastic career at Bowling Green in the MAC explosive big numbers but again he was playing in the mac can he make that transition to the nfl a couple other linebackers one kid that i've written about a little bit and it's been brought up in some other periodicals is owen i think he's papo poppy <laughs> he's a linebacker from auburn could be a potential good fit uh you're looking at the de defensive line and the edge rushers Let's go there first. A um, couple kids that are on the, on the line. One would be um, Tino Benton from Wisconsin. Would he be a good fit there um, down along the defensive line? Potentially um, plug, plug the gaps. You know, the Browns currently have a pretty good group on the edge. They've got Miles Garrett. They've got the other kid, Double O. O, o squared that they just picked up from what the Texans he'll be on the other edge behind him they'll have Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas who they picked up from Oklahoma State but who else are they going to put in the middle there they've got they again free agency picked up Delvin Tom Tomlinson so would someone like Keno Benton speak from Wisconsin be there I did an article for uh, Dog Pound Daily recently on the Browns opportunities there to pick up some kids in, in the secondary. The cornerback position is a popular one that the Browns usually pick at least one or two players every draft. And, you know, last year it was Martin Emerson, who was the first pick the Browns took at like pick 67, I think. 
surprised a lot of folks that they went that route to begin with, considering they have Greg Newsom and Denzel Ward. So the Browns could be looking that with that direction too. They did pick up Juan Thornhill in the secondary to play at uh, free safety, or um, but there are some other options potentially they could play at uh, um, cornerback or even safety positions. Jartavius Martin, the kid from Illinois, just is really a versatile. These are come a couple players that are very versatile. The other kid that um, that I really like is Jalen Jones, cornerback from Texas A&M. There's another kid that plays down at Louisiana Tech. His name is Miles Brooks. If you hear that name on the next weekend with the Browns, that would be a really solid pick. He's played at some smaller schools, but has always excelled uh, wherever he's been. And so those those guys could potentially uh, be have their names called. There's a couple um, tight ends. You know, we talk about tight end positions. There's a kid with the last name of uh, Koontz down there at Old Dominion who is 6'7", a beanpole, but was injured last year at Old Dominion but had a good previous year. So that could be another potential pickup the Browns take in the draft. Obviously, the Browns have a good, pretty solid group there at, at the tight end position. You wonder if someone like Harrison Bryant might be on the trading block or um, be gone after the, the draft, considering that the Browns picked up at Aikens from the Houston Texans and he'd, he's played with um, Watson in the past. So we'll see. This whole thing with the age and the guardrails, I know that's the big, you know, buzzing words these days. It's its funny to me because, you know, all these teams, all the NFL teams are doing this. It's not like something brand new just that the Browns are doing, but everyone wants to use these guardrails um, terminology, which I just find so silly. Because, like I just said, they it's been around forever. But with that in mind, with the, these guardrails, um so many of these guys in, in this group of draft and the draft is really deep in a lot of positions this year. Part of it has to do with a lot of these kids played an extra season in college because of the pandemic the last three years, and they were given eligibility to continue to play. So there's a lot of talent, a lot of depth, but because of that too, the age of these players is outside the guardrails of the age that we talk about with these Browns. So we'll just have to see how that pans out and how accurate that is. But um, the Browns need to be looking at the best players. And I'm sure Andrew Berry are, are doing that and doing their due diligence. So, so that's a look at the draft. And I think, you know, there's a lot of possibilities. It's always exciting. You know, come on Browns fans. You, you know, this as well as I do until <laughs> recent memory and I do give credit to Stefanski and Barry for kind of stabilizing this organization because prior to this our Super Bowl was the draft weekend was it not we would oftentimes spend all you know the build up to April and May when the draft hit you know we'd gather our our Browns fans our our Browns backers groups and we would have a party and celebrate all these draft picks that's when the Browns really sucked it couldn't win a game. So we're excited, you know, for the fact that maybe we don't have to invest as much time or energy in that. Um, and the, the buildup maybe isn't quite as 
as it used to be, but that's okay because that means that we're getting closer to being relevant and competitive on a regular basis. So there is a lot of excitement coming up this week and our Fanatical Elves Network is going to be right there with everybody analyzing things closely. We're going to be on the air with some more podcast extra shows and we're going to even try to go live on Friday when the Browns do make their pick. So tune into our Twitter page, Facebook page, YouTube channel too, the Elves Network. You can find us on all those platforms. You can find our podcasting too on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio. So make sure that you're following us. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to our Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Spotify. That really is going to help propel our network. So this week, looking forward, and we're going to talk about a little bit more. We have our Sunday kickoff show tomorrow that we'll be bringing you. We'll look more specifically at everything, but we do have a lot planned this week ahead. And uh, like I and I just mentioned, you know, Friday we're going to try to go live. Thursday we might even try to go live too. So uh, we'll give more details on that. Make sure that everyone has signed up for the new giveaway. Give us your before or give us what you think is going to happen if the Browns are going to trade up or trade back and give us a player or two and comment on that on our Twitter page at the Elves Network. Again, this is John Suchan. I very much appreciate you following along today on our our brief episode for the uh, Johnny Cleveland Weekends edition. And uh, I hope you all have a great week ahead. Enjoy the wherever you're at overnight but we're drying up here in the Buckeye State and have a lot to look forward to so with that everybody have a great afternoon and again remember too that's right keep smiling